Industrial manufacturers of all sizes have been forced to change their future priorities significantly. With the increased volatility and uncertainty, with staffing and resources due to COVID-19, the need to maintain an intelligent approach to operations management is critical. Operations management systems provide the foundation for a company's standard for operations, enhanced compliance assurance, conduct of operations, workforce competency, and asset performance management. For many companies, COVID-19 is a wake-up call and how quickly an enterprise recovers from the pandemic will expose what transformational advantages have been achieved through digitalization of operations. I'm Peter Reynolds, Senior Analyst, and this is the Digital Transformation Viewpoints podcast brought to you by ARC Advisory Group. In each episode, we'll ask the big questions of how industry is adopting emerging technologies and practices for sustainable manufacturing from better operational and engineering processes to blockchain. Today, however, our focus is managing resilience and operations in intelligent operations management. So here with me today is David Dreerup, CEO of Operational Sustainability LLC. So, okay, David, industrial manufacturers to survive in the market today guarantee any profitability, especially in light of what's happening with coronavirus. Uh, we think it's essential that industrial organizations, they capture value quickly. Uh, you know, they also, they're able to change direction according to customer de- uh, demand with products. And also, in doing so, organizations need to maximize their use of industrial data. At least that's what they tell us to predict and act on these these market developments. But it really seems like interoperability of, you know, these so-called operations management systems have been a bit of an issue uh, and still companies are struggling to find value in data. And often many companies are using spreadsheets as a tool to collect and share data. So David, what do you, what do you think is the current situation today, you know, from your experience of working with uh, asset owners? So in our view, Peter, yeah, Operations management systems you're referring to have morphed into a platform we call intelligent operations. And the current IT landscape for many organizations is a confusing combination of spreadsheets, um, homegrown applications, and siloed disparate systems. So most of these systems seem to be focused on tactical compartmentalized information. Right. And they can't really offer integrated aggregated insight. So since the main centers uh, for profit in the process industries, barring reduced incidences, gains in production efficiency and operational effectiveness, it only kind of to us anyway, makes sense to focus on operations as a way to capture value and frankly, to be responsive to market and customer demands. Okay. So, so what about COVID-19? Let's talk about that uh, for, you know, for a minute. So today, uh, you know, obviously so many people are working remotely and, you know, I often hear about the digital customer experience, and this is perhaps becoming a little bit more Im- important. Uh, companies say it takes weeks or even months sometimes to make uh, changes to evolving either operational or production needs. But some leaders are breaking this paradigm. Uh, so what do you think about this? And why are some leaders uh, moving ahead of others? So in our mind, uh, companies who are already heading down a path of interoperable data-driven operations have had an easier time with this transition over companies who weren't necessarily. And the business leaders uh, today tend to view change as difficult and challenging and and use, use these uh, perceived difficulties as reasons to resist the the necessary change. You know, also, however, I guess the, the current situation has proven companies can move as fast as they have to when, you know, the outcome is important enough anyway. 
And then finally, I guess, understanding the underpinnings of and integrations possible with a data-driven system is essentially a critical step in implementing uh, one as painlessly as you can possibly do it. Right. Okay. So you mentioned about uh, silos, and I think this is kind of an interesting point. So breaking down silos between either operations or other departments, such as maintenance or reliability or human resources, you know, it could be supply chain. And breaking down these silos is really essential in really delivering those reliable and agile products. Yet, you know, the majority of these roles are now essentially working from home with, you know, the pandemic in full swing. Um, so it seems to me there's a technology component, uh, you know, to all of this because um, a lot of the systems may be, you know, plant centric or they're not able to be shared outside of the, of the, of the plant. So, so what's happening to the, to the technology uh, from, from your view? I guess what we're seeing in our customers who are using an interoperable platform in this kind of remote work environment and it, where it doesn't damage the integrity of the data, I guess, is one outcome. And the team mm-hmm. is part of the outcome, right? And then so companies without a distributed network of information are, are really struggling today. And then even after the coronavirus is under control, we think that companies are going to have the, the face reality of remote work being kind of a semi-permanent thing, and it will become a competitive advantage uh, to companies that do embrace that concept. And uh, also, employees who now know how to work effectively remotely will want that option. And smart businesses who want to keep you know their talented employees will have to adapt to do that. Uh, the right technology and systems does you know make a huge difference in how effective that you know move to remote working is right and if you get a little further if you think about it large organizations with multiple facilities and thousands of employees today or uh, you know across all their facilities are already dealing with the situation in their normal operations so i think the question is how do you effectively share information uh, leverage the learnings and use the data analysis to streamline align and better manage operations across a fleet of facilities and then so in particular, our software platform, OE Suite, is a platform specifically designed to create that interoperable distributed data-driven network of information right. uh, that effectively is a backbone of remote information sharing. In particular, um, we elevate solutions like environment health and safety and asset performance management to transcend departmental barriers and become part of something much larger. So in summary, intelligent operations eliminates the siloed systems for five to six departments today, bringing them into an integrated holistic view of the organization. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So, you know, I can think about some use cases. What I think that there's the effect of breaking down silos, but even, you know, there's just, you know, how do you get work done, you know, with, uh, with, you know, you know, COVID-19, uh, you know, you know, threat to, to operations. Yeah. You know, one thing we often hear about is, you know, a, a, a virtual handover because operations, Perhaps if they're using, uh, you know, a face-to-face uh, handover, and uh, and they're, they're, they're traditionally the operators would see see it eye to eye before they they actually change shifts. Um, but I, I suppose there's a, a lot of other other use cases that uh, that uh, you, you perhaps uh, could think of. So so can you can you tell me about some use cases where um, uh, uh, you've deployed with OE Suite or components of the platform? Yeah, so we have a current customer in the chemical sector who's following the intelligent operations pathway and who has seen the benefits and the outcomes thus far. They've been able to respond more quickly while adapting to 
issues during the pandemic. And, and today they use Louis Suite to manage their asset performance management, operational risk, EHS compliance, their workforce, and conduct of operations needs. So that's really the whole combined mm-hmm. intelligent operations platform. And so some of the specific areas of focus that we're currently working on with them include management of change, right. risk-based inspection, asset health monitoring, asset strategy, operator rounds, and, and, and emissions management. So when you have a depth of insight that reaches across departmental silos, you can make better, more informed decisions much faster. And so intelligent operations enables businesses to move at the speed of change in today's world. Hmm. Okay. So, so it can be easy. What about some of the challenges asset owners might uh, face uh, in achieving the benefits of the, you know, which, what uh, we, we call the intelligent operations platform? How are companies overcoming these, uh, these challenges? Because intelligent operations is driven by uh, interoperability, the, the value realization comes from multiple areas in the company. And so right. most investments into, you know, technology, don't offer that kind of value. So OS offers multiple pathways to jumpstart that process via content, like policies, procedures, technical standards, field guides, or industry knowledge and best practices. Um, And and really all that, which ends up helping shorten the runway for implementation. But the first step in overcoming the challenge is making a commitment to adapt and embrace technology. Right, okay. So, David, we're coming to to the close of the podcast. Do you have any last thoughts for our audience today? Yeah, so this is a really complex topic, and it's hard to cover in depth in one conversation. Uh, Though, I think you asked the right questions, Peter. If people want to explore further, we have a variety of resources available for free on our website at drivingoe.com. And those resources include white papers, uh, short videos, articles, and, and some webinars that invite anyone listening to check from as they they see fit. Well, David, thanks for being with me today. Thank you, Peter. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thanks to David Drup, CEO with Operational Sustainability. For more information and insights on the topic or to learn best practices to accelerate transformation, please see the ARC Advisory Group website at www.arcweb.com. Please do subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. And while you're there, leave us a review. In the meantime, from Peter Reynolds, thank you for listening and goodbye.